like we were not able to pay for our sins and somebody had to bear the wrath of God. Somebody had to be judged for our sins, like the sins of my lifetime. And Jesus did this way, like way, way, way back (laughs) over 2000 years ago. But the sins of my lifetime, he took those on. So when I come into salvation, Jesus sees his son and not my sin. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. And happy winning Wednesday. Okay. You are tuned into another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged and changed all at the same time. In this space, every single week, we acknowledge black creatives, entrepreneurs, businessmen and women for doing what they do absolutely best. This week, we are going to turn the spotlight on Miss Sharina Williams. Ms. Sharina is a passionate pediatric speech and language pathologist and the host of the incredible show, I've Got This Kid. This podcast was designed to enhance parent-child relationships by answering questions from real parents offering real solutions for speech, language, and play development. You can find this podcast on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, pretty much every single place you can find a podcast. Um, Or you can go to the direct website at iHeartSpeechTherapy.com. Mrs. Williams, thank you so much for allowing us to feature you on this episode. Blessings to you and what you are doing. So we are going to jump in to this episode, Saints and Friends. We're just going to get right to it. Um, I received a message on Instagram by a listener that uh, had a question that I thought it would have been excellent to bring to the show. So this is this is where we are. Um, this person mentioned having growing up in church, um, but not giving their life to Christ. So just being around and associated with church. Um, at the same time, having not given their life to Christ, this person also acknowledged that, hey, I know Jesus is coming soon. So what do I do? I'm not in relationship with him. I know what this church thing is about. I know he's coming back again. I'm in a spot of uncertainty. What do I do? How can I become saved? And um, I just thought this was an incredible question. And thank you to the one that sent it. Um, for those who forgot, Jesus is coming soon. He's coming for a church without a spot or a wrinkle, whether if, whether or not the rapture is tomorrow or next week, it doesn't matter because Jesus is also coming back for people every single day. The question is, are you ready? I thought this was an excellent question. And, um, there's a, there are a few things that I want to debunk before we go any further into this episode. And um, so we can have some clarity because I believe clarity is the best thing, especially when we're going into conversations that are deep as such. So um, number one is being associated with the church will not ensure salvation. You can have been born and raised 
in church, your mama, your granny, somebody could have dragged you there seven days a week. That does not ensure your salvation in Christ. It doesn't. Um, The second thing that I want to share is that saying the sinner's prayer, but not actually surrendering your life to Christ does not ensure your ticket into heaven, your name written in the Lamb's book of life. If you just say it, but not walk it, if you do not surrender your life, you say it and then you just leave and continue as you were. Um, Another thing that I want to share is that being Christ conscious does not mean that you are in relationship with Jesus. Um, it doesn't, you can be aware of God. You can be aware of Christ and say, you know what? Um, I'm not in relationship with them, even though I'm aware of them. That does not mean you are not that you are in relationship, being aware of Christ. Just want to put that out there. Now I mentioned these things, Because sometimes we feel that our Christ consciousness or the one time that we said the center prayer eight years ago or the fact that we're raised in church and my granny is saved and my mama is saved and my daddy's a preacher, that this is our safety net and our ticket into heaven. Um, We oftentimes are confused that if I'm if I get dipped in water, if I get baptized um, by John the Baptist or whoever's baptizing you that I, that I'm good. Right. But the Holy spirit baptizes in the spirit. Right. So it doesn't matter if you went down in water or not. That is a, it's a beautiful thing. It's symbolic. It's something that believers should do, but it does not mean that you are good as gold to go and you can go and live your life how you want to live it. Um, that is just symbolic of starting your life in Christ. Um, But the thing about what it means to live for Jesus is to be in relationship with him and then having the fruit to show for it. Amen. So we're going to go on over to the scripture because if we're going to be talking about Jesus and salvation, got to get you some 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 scripture. Right. So we're going to go to um, John chapter 14, verse six. as you all are turning there on your phones or on the Bible app, your actual Bibles, I just want to start before we read the verse. I want to say that Jesus is the only way. There is no other way that you can get to heaven. There is no other way that you can get to God. There is no other way that you can get to salvation, but through Jesus. Well, I don't want to believe in Jesus because I, I think the way that Jesus does things, you know, I got to change up my life and I got to do this. And I really don't want to do that. Um, I'm trying to go around the corner and Jesus is like, no, the only way is me. So let's go to John chapter 14, verse six. It says, and Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the father except through me. Jesus is saying in this passage, if you want to get to my daddy, if you want to get to God, if you want to to live um, eternally with him, you have to go through me, period. There is no alternative There ain't no other option. Ain't no plan B. You have to go through Jesus. 
So what do we do? We know we're in this conversation about Jesus and we're in this conversation about salvation. So what do we do with salvation? When I, when I heard the question, when I read the question that was sent through Instagram about, I know that Jesus is coming back, but I'm not in relationship with him. What do I do? The answer is simply give your life to Christ. Give your life to Christ. I promise you, if you give and surrender your life to Christ, give, give him your life for one year. I challenge everyone that's listening to this. If you have not given your life to Christ, give your life to him for one year and watch and change it. Watch him change it for the better. Watch your growth spiritually. Watch the blessings of the Lord overflow. Give your life to Christ. In the book of Romans, chapter 10, verse 9 through 10, it says, if you openly declare, and this is the um, NIV version, it says, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it's by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. Now, let's, let's talk about this verse. In Romans 10, 9 through 10, it, it, it talks about us openly declaring Jesus as our Lord. Right. So when we ask ourselves, you know, how do I come into salvation? We just have to believe that Jesus, that God raised his son from the dead. We have to acknowledge it. We have to acknowledge that Jesus was in the picture all along. Like he said in the earlier verse that we read, you can't get through, can't get to God, but you have to go through me first. You can't get to my, to my father without going through me. And in Romans 10, nine through 10, it talks about how acknowledging that Jesus came and that he died and that God raised him from the dead. And actually believing that in your heart, then we can be saved. And by believing this in our heart, that we are made right with God. And by openly declaring our faith that you are saved. Now, the openly declaring your faith. Now, we can't say this prayer and expect us to go on as we were before, as the former things. We have to have some fruit. We have to now go and tell people about, about the salvation, about Jesus and how God has changed our lives. Now we are ambassadors. Now we have the responsibility of sharing the gospel of Jesus to other people. And what I love about God is that coming into relationship with him is not a grievous thing. It's not anything that's going to make you sad. It's not anything that you will ever regret. Because number one, God is not a dictator. God is not going to make you do something because he wants you to do it. God is not careless. He's not looking at our situations, looking at our lives, looking at our circumstances and saying, ah, it's small. They can, they can, they can just brush that off their shoulders. 
but we actually have a God that cares about us. He says, cast your cares on me for I care. We have a God that is so incredible. He's patient and he's loving and he's kind. And let me tell you how much God loves us. God loves us so much that the sinful nature that we were born in was going to destine us to hell. (laughs) It was going to send us straight to hell. But he loves us so much that he sent his son to come down to die. Wrapped him in flesh. Jesus walked the ways that we walked. He felt pain. He, he, he felt the need for, uh, for, for the things that we wanted. He walked the ways that we walked. Because he loved us that much. And not only that, he died on the cross and bared sins that he didn't even commit. Let's go to John uh, chapter 3, verse 16. Now everybody know this verse. It's on, the, it's on your, your Forever 21 bag. It's on your In-N-Out Burger bag. But let's break it down. John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's the King James Version. So let's break this verse down. God so loved the world that he gave. Who did he give? He gave his only begotten son. God gave the only son he had. It wasn't like God had (laughs) a plethora of sons and he chose the one he didn't really like that much. He gave his only begotten son. And I'm talking to the parents right now. Your children that you love so much, would you give them up for the world? Would you send them to death to die for the world? If I was a parent, I'm not a parent, but if I was being asked this question as a parent, it would be an absolutely not. But God so loved us. He loved us so much that he gave his only son, his beloved That whosoever believeth in him, who is the whosoever? You. Yeah. You that are that that's watching right now, that's listening to this message right now, you are a part of the whosoever. Your family is a part of the whosoever. Your friends are a part of the whosoever. The people that you don't even know, your enemies, folks that don't like you, folks that love you, everybody. that 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 is living right now that has lived before that will live in the future we are all a part of the whosoever let's understand that that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish so if you choose to believe in him you won't die and i'm not talking about the natural death i'm talking about the death after life because death is not just the grave that we see when we go to the gravesite, but death is, is, is separation from God. So when we leave this earth, are you going to heaven? Are you going to be with him? Or will you be separated from him in hell? He said, whosoever, that's everybody, believeth in him shall not perish, 
but have everlasting life. He said, if you believe in me, if you choose to believe and walk with me, you're going to live forever. Mm, My God, look, I'm excited about that. Thank you, Jesus. I am excited that I get an opportunity to believe in God, to believe that his son died on the cross, that he rose him from the dead, and that I have an opportunity to live an everlasting life. Look, my human mind can't even fathom what everlasting life is, how long that is. It's forever, ever, forever, ever, okay? So I just praise God for that because he's saying, I sent my son to die for you so you can choose me. He ain't going to make you. He didn't say, uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and I'm going to make all of them believe. He said, whosoever believeth, you can choose me or not. Because the relationship I want with you, I want it to be authentic. I don't want it to be a dictator um, situation. I want you to love me because you choose to love me. And even just in case you reject me, I'm still going to do it for you. My God, (laughs) the fact that Jesus knew that people are going to still reject him. He was like, you know what? It don't matter. I'm going to still do it for them anyway, because I love them. Ah, salvation. When I think about salvation, the opportunity that um, Jesus presented for us to be saved, he had to bear the wrath of God because we weren't able to pay for our sins. Facts. Like we were not able to pay for our sins and somebody had to bear the wrath of God. Somebody had to be judged for our sins, like the sins of my lifetime. And Jesus did this way, like way, way, way back (laughs) over 2000 years ago. But the sins of my lifetime, he took those on. So when I come into salvation, Jesus sees his son and not my sin. Jesus, God sees his son and not my sin. I can go home on that one. God sees. When God looks at me, he sees his son and not my sin. Thank you, Jesus. And the thing about salvation, salvation, we didn't earn it. We did not deserve it. Salvation is a gift and not a wage. A gift is something that is given freely. No matter, there is no merit. There is no requirement. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to deserve it. It is a gift. But a wage, you got to work for that. You got to actually put in work for that. And the thing about it is that we could not have worked for our own sin. We couldn't have. But Jesus gave the gift of salvation to us. And once we understand that living for God is a gift and not a duty, then it becomes more real to us because a lot of people are hindered by the idea of God is a God of judgment. Yes, he is a God of judgment. Let's not be wrong. Let's not be mistaken. But that God, God hates people. That's not true. He loves everybody. There is this idea of God that is a threat that is monstrous that isn't him 
And what I encourage you all to do is get to know God for yourself because you are taking the, the ideas and the perceptions of people that aren't even in relationship with him. And they got the nerve to tell you about him. I'm gonna let that sit for a minute because it's real easy to get on TikTok and Instagram and, and hear all these people go in on God and, and all these folks that are self-proclaimed proclaimed Christians um, give a misrepresentation of God and who he is, but not being in relationship with him. But once we understand that God is not a dictator, then he loves us. We understand that God is holy. When we come into relationship with him, we understand that God is pure. We understand that he is perfect. And we understand that in all of his holy and holiness and majesty and sovereignty, that it is beautiful. <laughs> God is beautiful. I ain't never seen God's face in my whole life. But I know that my savior is beautiful. Because of who he is. Because of who he is. And when we come into relationship with him, we learn to trust him. And we love to, and we learn to love him and we learn how to bear fruit. That's when the fruit starts to come. Because when you are in a relationship with somebody that you love, you're going to change the bad habits because you love them. You're going to give up things that are harmful to the relationship because you love them. You're going to go out of your way and change what you were doing formally in order to continue a healthy relationship between the two of you because you love them. Same same way with God. God gave us, and the thing about it is God, he did the first step. We don't have to do the first step. God already gave his son. Jesus already came and he died out of love for you. He already did it. And he's just standing there waiting with his arms open saying, come, come in relationship with me. I don't care what you've done. I don't care where you've been. I don't care what kind of shame you're, you're, you're dealing with right now, whatever guilt you're dealing with. I don't care about the idols that you used to worship. I don't care about what your, what your, what your life past was. I don't care about the, what you did last night. I don't care what you did 20 minutes ago. Come to me. I love you, son. I love you, daughter. There is nothing that can separate. Come to me. And we get the opportunity to choose him or not. We get the opportunity to choose him or not. As we read earlier, Romans 10 and 9. If you openly declare Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Now, if this is you, and you say, you know what, Kendra, I've been raised in church, or I have not been raised in church. This is probably the first time I'm hearing about salvation, hearing about what it means to be saved. Um, if that's you, if you want to try Jesus, um, this is this is an opportunity. This is a place Today, I am 
offering Jesus to you. I'm not offering my solutions because there is nothing I can ever say that can save you. There is nothing that I can ever do to save you, but I am an ambassador of Jesus Christ. I speak and I teach and I do what I do to reflect back to God. Cause this ain't me. I'm just the messenger. I'm just the male lady. Okay. If that is you and you say, I want to come into relationship with God. This is your day Mm -hmm. right now. Yes, right now, (laughs) as you're listening to this podcast, as you are watching this YouTube video, we're going to say the, um, as we close, we're going to say the, the sinner's prayer and we get to invite our new brothers and sisters in and offer Christ to them. That is the most beautiful gift that anyone can ever give you. And if that's you, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to lift your hands as a symbol of surrender to God. And I want you to repeat after me, okay? Say, Lord Jesus, I want to thank you for loving me. Thank you for dying for me. I believe that you lived. I believe that you died. And that you rose so I can receive salvation. Come into my heart. And change me. Renew me as yours. In Jesus name. Amen. If that is you and you just repeated that prayer. I want you to know that you are now saved. That you have made the decision to turn your life around. And not only that. I want you to understand that. This is only the beginning This is not the end. But in order for us to be in relationship with God, we have to now start walking with him. That means getting in your word. That means praying more and seeking God. And there's there's a prayer that I I challenge everyone to start praying in. And I want you to ask God, Lord, what is your will for me today? Every morning you wake up. God, what do you want me to do today? What scriptures do you want me to read? What part of me do you want to work on myself and watch the Lord start to change your life? If that is you and you just gave your life to Christ today, the angels in heaven are celebrating with you. Your brothers and sisters from the unassociated community and listeners of Create with Kendra are celebrating with you. If that is you, I want you to send us your information um, at unassociated at um, www.unassociated.com slash ask Kendra. And we want to get you connected with the ministry Um, in order for us to be strong in this faith. We have to have community. So if that is you. I want you to hit me up at ask Kendra on unassociated.com hit me up on instagram at underscore create with kendra and let's get you connected with the ministry let's get you connected with some believers that are going to hold you up and encourage you all right y'all that is the word on the street for this week if you have anything that you want to discuss anything that you want your girl to respond to 
Y'all send it in at unassociated.com slash askkendra. And until next week, beautiful people, be blessed.